This episode of Off the Clock is brought to you by Superbath. I don't know why, but I wanted to start this episode by saying, like, what up, nerds? But I feel like that's offensive. <laughs> I don't, is it, though? I don't know. What's up with you? I feel like our it's listeners would appreciate that. We are nerds, right? What up, nerds? Okay, cool. Well, that's, that's done. Um, Great. We're back again for another episode. Lots of weird topics to cover today. Um, if this is your first time here, I'm Kaylee. We also have Allie and Krista. Um, we are all three of us are marketers. We're absolutely not talking about marketing, though, so don't worry about that. Um, and in fact, we're going to start today's conversation on off the clock. Um, oh, with the cheers! Thank you. Oh yeah, Allie's microphone for reminding me. <laughs> this is water. This cheers. is not water. Cheers! Cheers! Cool. Wait, what are y'all drinking? June shine. As always, June always June shine for Kaylee. Always June shine. Allie, what are you? What are you? This is on? always water. My okay. simple modern big big old cup. Big old um, cup. And then in this cute mason jar is a vodka. Something. It's always a, a tonic. Just straight vodka. Be honest. Straight, I am. Ru- yeah. I am Russian. <laughs> I'm not Russian. Um, <laughs> Russians drink like warm vodka, right? They do. And there's a yeah. word that they say. But I don't know it. Is it slush? No, that's not it. Anyway, I, I usually do like don't a vodka know. tonic, vodka ginger ale, one of those. So it's one of those. Nice. Krista, right. what do you have? Nice. Krista. Um, whiskey, as per usual. Did you just say whiskey? Whiskey. Yes. <laughs> Great. Which, uh, which uh, whiskey are you drinking? Um, I don't know. Bourbon? One of, one of them. Which bourbon? I'm from Kentucky. What do you mean? Oh, I don't know the brand. It's some like local Austin thing from like an Austin distillery. Yeah. Wait a second. Are whiskey and bourbon the same thing? Bourbon is a type of whiskey. I did I'm not sure know that. Bourbon has to be made in Kentucky to be bourbon. I I'm think learning you're right. so much. I think you're right. So maybe I'm not drinking bourbon. Maybe I'm I'm drinking something from Austin, brown. but I don't know something brown. Something What's brown. Something and we something strong. Um. Yeah, can you tell us what it is? <laughs> Chris is Are not going to do this podcast with us anymore. <laughs> this is like the shit on Krista podcast. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Hi, I hate you both. I hate you both. <laughs> Thanks. I hate I it quit. Here. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's try to keep Krista on board and go to our first topic. We need to talk about. Twitter and how it's called X now. Krista, you used to work for Twitter back when it was still called Twitter, RIP. What the hell is going on? What are we doing here? Um, who even knows? Like, I feel like nobody has any idea what's going on. Um, I started at Twitter December 2021. So truly like the day before Jack stepped down as CEO, and then a couple months later. Elon swooped in um, and just everything went to hot shit. Um, So yeah, I feel like it's just more of the same. And it's such a bummer because I love Twitter so much. And it was like so cool. Like I thought it was going to be my dream job. It was so cool to say that I worked there. Um, But yeah, now it's just like this weird thing. And I keep waiting for on my LinkedIn, the like Twitter icon on my LinkedIn resume to switch to X. And that mm. is going to be a very sad day. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a so very weird. sad day. I know, I know. It is sad. I don't know. What do y'all? Even, how do y'all feel about it? I'm bummed. 
So I've been there since 2008. I didn't start using it a lot until probably mm, 10 years ago. Um, and I just feel like, so I, I have quite a few followers there. I have like 64,000, which is the largest audience I have on any platform, which makes it an even bigger bummer. Cause I'm like, oh, well that's where I had some actual influence. And now I just feel like people are leaving in droves and I don't know if they'll ever come back. I don't know what will become of this platform. And I, I've had so many cool interactions from it. It's just, it's a bummer. Yeah. But are people actually leaving? Like, I feel like a lot of people are talking about leaving and threatening to leave, but do we ever really leave? No, we don't leave. Yeah. I think if people leave, it's probably not due to the logo change. I think it's just like larger behavior changes. Like I, I used to be really active on it. It probably saved me my mental state during COVID. I mean, Mm. I feel like it was a really good connect connective tissue with other people, especially you all. Um, and I think it really helped my business and my career a lot. Or at least it helped me feel more seen in all of that. Um, I have been not as active on social media lately Cause it just, I just get through the day and I'm like done with my phone kind of thing. But I don't yeah. think that's, I don't think that's a reflection of any of the Twitter changes. Like I still get on to like check on you all and check on all my friends, but it's just a me thing. And it was the same yeah. thing with threads that we talked about in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Yeah. Do you think the Twitter era is over for like marketers? Should I put a dollar in the jar? I <laughs> definitely put don't a dollar, say five dollars in the jar. Actually, five dollars. Um, yeah, that's the price that we set mm-hmm. last episode for absolutely no mm-hmm. reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that it seems kind of like everybody's just exhausted by everything. Like mm-hmm. I feel like everybody on Twitter, even marketing Twitter, is like hi, I just want to go live in the woods or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't think we'll ever go back to using it the way we did. But yeah. I also know that all of us here and pretty much everybody I know from Twitter has gotten job opportunities. They've met friends and like had romantic relationships from Twitter and stuff. And I just, I don't know that we'll ever leave, but I do think the way that we use it will keep evolving. But I don't know what that means. Maybe it'll yeah. be for the better. I hope so. If you guys could go down to one platform, what would it be? Mm. Um, Does email count as one? Um, I mean, that's not social media. No, I don't think it's the same experience. Does email provide the same connective experience for you that social media does? No, that's a good point. I'm talking Mine would be Tumblr. Like, I'm going back to Tumblr. I was a I Tumblr girl. I love Tumblr. I'm going back to Tumblr. Okay. Honestly, honestly I, let's I bring it back. Up. I mean, if you had an Angel Fire page in your younger years, Tumblr was the adult version of that. Oh my with God. Better my graphics. <laughs> Mine is too. I hope it never goes away. I literally Look at thought all this about. Aesthetic. Oh my God. Yes. I literally thought about putting it into book form just because it was my like diary for so mm. long, but I have Yeah. Done I think Tumblr is a good one because yeah, it's kind of everything. It's can be images. It, you can use it as a blog, uh, memes galore. Um, yeah, I think uh, that would be a good one because just feel like Instagram is not as authentic as Tumblr and then yeah. Twitter is like a shit show. So yeah, mm-hmm. maybe Tumblr. 
Maybe that's the secret. I know now, though, because my husband used to teach a class of high schoolers. Um, it was like an entrepreneurship class that when I would go and talk to the class and be like, yeah, I had an e-commerce business and I launched it using my Tumblr presence that a lot of them were like, excuse me, your Tumblr? Like, that's for porn. Tumblr is porn. Not anymore. And I was like, no, Which <laughs> was quite a shame. Not. It is not. It wasn't that. Please strike that from the record but but that's like a I'm, big thing on tumblr right or at least it was it used to be it it was good <laughs> it was, resident inappropriate uh, one weighs in it was better it's not it's anymore more. it was We've more woken real. inappropriate alley sorry mom <laughs> um it was good it worked it was more it was all amateur more authentic it felt better of an experience but i think they went under new um new ownership, right? Similar to Twitter where they were like, yeah, Yahoo bought it at one point, which I mean, from a business perspective, of course it makes sense. Like, why would you condone that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Weird times. That's my answer though. Tumblr. I go back to Tumblr. I'm going to copy that. I'm going to copy that. answer. Also on the topic of Twitter, Krista, you had a tweet that really took off this past week. And it's the strangest thing because the tweet was very innocent. And I think that this is one of the things that happens with Twitter uniquely. I mean, it happens on many social platforms, but you can say something and put it out there and then it kind of opens the Pandora's box for it to become a global conversation. And how many impressions are you at right now? I don't even know. I haven't looked at it because... I'll look it up. <laughs> it was <laughs> almost 5 million the last time I checked earlier today. Um, I guess we, we should start by the origin. What inspired you to tweet this? And also... Yeah, and what Barbie was the pick? tweet? Give us the backstory here. So the tweet is... Maybe we'll like throw it up for people to see. Mm-hmm. But... Um, for it's those listening. A, it's just a for Barbie those listening, meme. Yeah. yeah, Allie, if you have it up, I don't remember what it says. You other tweeted than- it. Uh, July 25th at 7.44 p.m. And it's had 5.7 million views. And it says, do you guys ever think about moving to a small town, starting a donut slash coffee slash wine shop and deleting all social media? And you include the most precious picture of Margot Robbie. As Barbie. As Barbie, yes. From the Barbie. Yeah, when she's like, do you guys ever think about dying? You know, it's that scene for people who are listening and you're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So it's basically playing off of that scene in Barbie. Um... And I'd seen a lot of other people like tweeting that as a meme format. Um, people had a lot, people had a lot of problems with me saying that. And mostly it was like, it was either obviously you've never been to a small town or it was uh, clearly, you know, nothing about how small businesses work or it was like, LOL, you think you can run a small business without social media. Like people were just picking apart the weirdest things. And I'm like, it was a joke. And slash, <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. It was Krista. a lot of people were like really mad. And a, a lot of people being like, oh, these like city people think they have like they have so much privilege that they think they can just come into this small town and like, you know, do all this. It stuff was like a legitimate fantasy. like shower thought, you know, like, oh, wouldn't that be nice. Yeah, it, was it wasn't sincere. Like a business plan. Like, I was no, it was a sincere like. Wouldn't that be nice if we could just do that? If right. things yeah. were yeah. simpler? I, I've had those exact thoughts. Yeah. These are the I mean, funniest responses. T- yeah. I'm it's not going to lie. That's the most socially unaware white girl post I've ever seen. Oh, look, someone who's never worked in the food industry thinking it's easy. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm like, so I'm sorry. not saying it's easy. Like why, where in the tweet no. did I say that that would be easy or relaxing? Like I just said, I kind of want to do it. Um, well, Krista, the irony is like you've done a lot of this. You're from a small town yeah. originally. Yeah, you ran a donut <laughs> shop. It was really hard not as to a respond. small business. I mean, I'm like, I literally grew up in a cow pasture in a town of like <laughs> seven thousand people. Like, I know what small towns are like. I tried to start a donut shop. It's fucking hard. I had to stop. So yeah, it's like I don't know. It's just, and then I, there were a lot it's of people so that were strange. like, well you wouldn't be saying this if you were like gay. And I'm like, I'm so gay. Like I'm so gay. <laughs> I'm married to a woman. I oh my God. do a lot of really gay stuff. And so it's like, I don't know. So it's just like so hard to not respond to all these people, but you know that they don't actually want a response. No. They just want to no. like, they talk shit. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. from a small town. My, they have nothing else to do. Yeah, I think my favorite one was somebody called me a wine and zanny addicted. <laughs> some like weird. Can yeah, you yeah, please yeah. change your Twitter profile to that? <laughs> to that description. Only description yes. we need exclusively. About okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. All you need yeah. to know. She's yeah. actually what listeners. What you need to know right now is that Krista is not drinking. Whiskey. She's drinking <laughs> just water mixed with powdered Xanax. <laughs> That's Holy it. Sh- what a journey that would be. It's actually wine mixed with powdered Xanax. Wine with one Great. ice cube. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm actually blacked you- out right now. <laughs> I love how you followed up a day later and you said, delighted to announce this tweet has reached the I am mad at you for saying this portion of its comment life cycle. That response alone got 35,000 views, but everyone who responded to that was totally like hyping you up. They were like, how dare you have any dreams? <laughs> they were like on your side, which I think is very good. Like, I, I'm sure yeah. even though you know these yeah. people are stupid as hell, that's got to be heavy a little bit, right? Um, I don't know. I would I mean, struggle. I think it's, it would be different if it were like people I knew were pissed off Mm. or something, you know, Okay. but it's just kind of like, none of this is real. I feel like the first few comments, I was kind of like, oh boy, here we go. This is going to get bad. But then after those first few, it's just kind of like, they all say the same thing, you know? So I just zone out and then it's over after a couple of days. I would not be able to do that, number one, because I am so sensitive. I would be like, oh, my God, the internet you would just, hates me. You would tune it out, I promise. Because it it's like it reaches your friends, and then your friends are like, oh, my God, it's so relatable. And then there's strangers who are like, oh, my God, it's so relatable. But then you go to the bad place where it's like strangers who just want to start shit. They and then that's when you just anything. Yeah, and, they, and that's when you just tune out, just – don't read anything. I feel like that's a, that's a strength that not everybody has. Like, I think I would struggle with, even though it's completely absurd, I would struggle with like the weirdness of it all. I read this thing on, I think it was probably Instagram. And it was like, whenever I struggle with what people are saying about me, I always pretend like they're saying something that makes no sense. Like, I hate your blue hair. Like if someone walked up to you, Kaylee, and they're like, I hate your blue hair it wouldn't hit you because you're like, I don't have blue hair. Like that has nothing to do with me. So anytime, like, I feel like people have commentary about me. I literally in my head was like, I don't have blue hair. Like it doesn't matter. Like what people, even if it's like relevant and I, you know, I hate your brown hair or whatever. It's like, 
I don't have blue hair. Like I, there's a wall of like, I like that relevance in front of me of like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Like that doesn't matter. Yeah. Krista's already there. She's reached the destination. Mm -hmm. Again, I think it's like the content of the tweet was so (laughs) not real, anything real. If it had been me tweeting, like, I don't know, a picture of myself or like something that I care about that's actually real and people were dragging it to hell, maybe that would be different. But this was literally like a Barbie meme. I don't know. So the internet is such a strange place. And I just think that that's one of the things that you sign up for when you get on a platform like Twitter or Instagram or whatever. And I've seen this with so many influencers that People are just freaking angry. They're angry and they want to be mad at something or someone. And if you happen to be the target that day and become the main character of the internet, just for a brief blip, you know, it can be, it, that's hard. That's like one of the things that you have to be mindful of going into that and like saying anything in a public space. And I know that even here on this podcast, we probably say things that people can interpret it Mm -hmm. as like trying to be hurtful or mean. And that is never, ever our intention. We're just like chatting with each other. And if we are saying something that maybe is interpreted in a bad way, we definitely want people to tell us, but that's not our intent. We're like not here for that purpose. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because it was such a strange thing. 5 million people. I mean, that is a lot of exposure to something you just put out into the world so innocently. (laughs) And without what a bizarre thought. thing. Like without real Without thought. a second thought. Yeah. yeah. I tweet shit like strange. that all the time. So you know what I mean? Like every day I'm you do. slinging memes. So Yeah. So has this happened to you before? I wanted to ask that. Yes. So a couple times before, but the most recent was um, I used to have a Taylor Swift podcast and like a year and a half ago or so we did a, um, we put out like a Wordle uh, I remember that. Yeah. Like a Taylor Swift wordle for our listeners. And then it blew up. And one of the words of the day was Kanye. And if there's any group you don't want to piss off, it's the Swifties. And so there was a good like 48 hours where our mentions were just the worst shit you've ever heard. Like the most toxic. Maybe that's why this doesn't bother me because. Mm. That was like, Damn. you should die, essentially. It was like oh stuff God, like that. Krista. Yeah. And it was like 40, 50 year old women in our mentions, like talking about how shitty we were and stuff. It was, that was like one of the more bizarre. I think that bothered me a little more. Um, and then that one was also like people were going back into our old episodes and like pulling stuff to talk shit about so like Mm. a girl made a tiktok about something that we had said there's like a very popular rumor that taylor swift is actually gay or bi um and we don't believe that's true and so she went and found that clip and then started talking about how we were homophobic because we didn't think taylor swift is gay um and again i'm very gay and so it was just like such a weird thing to have to like I don't know, hear that about yourself when you know that that's not the truth. Um, So yeah, so maybe that's why this one didn't bother me as much because the other time was like a little bit more intense. And so this, it just didn't seem as as big of a deal. But yeah, the internet is so fucked up. I I feel like... No, you go. I was going to change the subject. 
Okay, yes, one final thought here. I hear so many young people today, like Gen Zers, which which makes me feel like a thousand years old to say, but like young people who are getting out of college or skipping college because they want to become creators or influencers full time, right? And I think that this is the piece of the equation that's kind of talked about, but nobody really thinks about it until it happens. And it happens. Like it is part of it, 100%. Like Krista, I don't think you put that tweet out in the world like, I am a full-time creator, like trying to like build a Twitter following. No, you were just an innocent person, just sending out thoughts, sending out thoughts. And for people who do this as a job, that's intense to, to sign up for. And I just think people need to be mindful of that. And it needs to be more of a conversation because it's really scary. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, somebody who has another like woman from Twitter who has a lot of followers DM me and was just kind of like, Hey, just like, don't read through that stuff. And so we started talking about it and she was just talking about how she just can't read her replies anymore because it, it's just such a mind fuck. Um, but yeah, I, I can't imagine. Yeah. But it's, I can't imagine being like a professional creator, putting out your thoughts on like whatever you're creating about, like something you're supposed to be an expert on. And then people just like dragging that to hell. That would, I think bother me a lot. But that's what's so interesting to me is like to to simplify, like the whole point of being a creator is to like engage an audience, right? Like you need an audience and able to support yourself financially. But this is all assumptions, like generalized assumptions, right? There's probably more nuance here. But then you don't even feel comfortable engaging your audience. Yeah. Like you don't even feel comfortable getting like closing that feedback loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but I, I think like we're talking about social media platforms like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook was probably not even in that bucket now. It's all based on engaging with other people. And I feel like that is what the issue is. And it's been talked about for what, 10 plus years, like hiding behind the screen, hiding behind the internet. Like you, you are this now, this, this unstoppable force. Like you don't have a face or a name. You're just this username. But thinking about Tumblr, it's like, I just was looking at cool shit. Like, this yeah, is me. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't really engage with other people on Tumblr. Like, I mean, there was the aspect of it, of like the reposting and the commenting. But if there was comments, it was all positive, even on the porn. <laughs> and I'm serious. Like, it was, it was Allie, such your a- porn? We, you know a lot about <laughs> no. this. My yeah. mom. Are we missing listen. something? Oh, huh. sorry. Allie, absolutely not. Just kidding. Sorry, move on. No, it was a very positive space. It was like, this is what I care about. This is what I think represents me. This is my aesthetic. I like these pictures. I like these quotes. It didn't seem like it was, it hinged on building on other people. No, it didn't feel like it hinged on what other people thought or the engagement on those things. Right. Like I I feel like Instagram and Twitter for those who are like those creators, like it, it your whole experience hinges, hinges on engagement, right? Which yes, then yeah. pulls all these other people's opinions into the fold. I find myself doing the same thing on Instagram. I am not a creator. Never want to be. I don't think I'd be very good at that. But when I'm looking at reels, because I'm not on TikTok, um, if I have an opinion about something or I, a thought crosses my mind that's somewhat critical or judgmental, I go to the comments. I'm like, does someone else think this? Like, is this, is this a shared experience we're having right now? This like negative feedback. And it's almost validating in a way. Like I would never contribute to the conversation, but I certainly look for an affirming response. And I feel like that's what some of these people are doing. It's like, I just want to get into the fold. I want to get into the conversation and like throw my thoughts out. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It is a lot. 
And if you're a sensitive person, that makes it even harder because you're just, you just, you take it so personally. So that's why I just weird tune it out. Can't even read it. Man, that is the right approach. I just don't know if I could actually do that. Um, Shifting gears a little bit. So the social media version of you is one thing, but the real you is often something very different. So one of the easiest ways I think for somebody to get to know you is to be like, if you had a required reading or watching list. And so I want to talk about this idea of like, if you were telling somebody to get to know you, what would be the books that you would tell them to read or like the TV shows or the movies? If you're like, you want to get inside my brain, you got to watch this or read this. I have to know what your answers are. You go first. Yeah. Yeah. You. Okay. So I, I think for me, the books would be things like the bell jar by Sylvia Plath, which is so cliche. I absolutely know that. Um, Joan Didion's nonfiction. So like blue nights and the year of magical thinking, just because I feel like both of those touch on an inner monologue that I have. And it's like, if you can relate with that, then we're on the same page. That's a good filtering mechanism. Um, TV shows, obviously the office, that's a big one for me. Um, wildly inappropriate in today's world and in the world that it was made in, but just one of those like comfort rewatches, Ali, that you talked about. I just feel like the lines are so ingrained in my brain at this point that they've become part of who I am. Um, and then movies, um, drive me crazy is my favorite nineties movie. I also really love clueless. So that would be on there. Um, Romeo and Juliet from the nineties with Leo and Claire Danes. That's a big one. Um, I think, and I don't think that these are things that are necessarily indicators of who I am, but it's like, if you like this, then we like the same things. Yeah. So I like those that are the heuristic. ones and Gilmore girls. That's, that's a big one. So those are I mine. Like that heuristic. Yeah. I mean, when I, when you pose this question, I, I was like, I don't, I don't think any one or two pieces of media represents me as a person, but I'm thinking of like the things that I would want to connect with other people about. That's a, um, yeah, my, that's good. My favorite show is New Girl. I've seen it like eight times through. Uh, it got wow. me through college for sure. Um, favorite movies: Pride and Prejudice. Michael McFadden is the only one. Only Darcy. So good. Sorry about oh, it. so good. Um, Almost Famous with Kate Hudson. Mm, baby, so good. Baby Kate Hudson. Oh, uh, I'm a sucker for Oceans. I will watch it anytime. Same with Da Vinci Code. All of them. Um, all of them. Uh, 11, all of them. 13, then 12 for Oceans. Okay. Da Vinci Code first, and then Angels and Demons is like there, but the third one is all right. Um, books, Self-Reliance, an essay by Emerson. I really like, um, is it I Thought It Was Only Me by Brene Brown? I thought it was Oh yeah, I know something the one like that. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I mean, <laughs> a lot of my favorite books are not titles I would probably share here, <laughs> but yeah, that probably wraps it up for now. I guess it's my turn. Um, mm-hmm. let's see books, probably, um, the Holy Bible. If you've ever heard of it, just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just I was kidding. like, wow. Okay. Kristen's I'm most unexpected. Kristen's very gay, everybody. I'm just kidding. <laughs> she loves the I mean, Bible. if that's your favorite book, that's fine. But I was just joking. Um, let's see. Watch list, probably friends. That has been my favorite show since I was seven. Like the ultimate comfort rewatch. Do you feel that you were Yeah. Do you feel you were too young at seven to appreciate friends? Of course. Yeah. I should not have been watching it. 
but I watched it nonetheless. Okay. It's Um, done. But yeah, but I still remember like really liking it and I didn't get most of the jokes, I'm sure. So I don't know what I actually liked about it, but um, yeah, I've, I rewatch it probably once a year, every year since the DVDs came out, which was like 20 years ago or whatever. Do you have a favorite episode? Ooh, no, I can't okay. choose that. Yeah, that's fine. It, yeah. I can't even choose a favorite season. I don't think. Oh, um, okay. uh, but office close second. Um, also how I met your mother, Allie, I'm surprised you didn't say that. Yeah, um, me too. It's Austin's. It's Austin's favorite. Austin, mm-hmm. I do okay. love it, but like I've only I only saw it through once before I met oh, him, and since okay. we got together, I've seen it like five more times through. Okay, yeah. So it is a favorite, but I don't think it would be like a me thing. I think it's definitely got a him it. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I also think. Um, let's see, Fleabag. Fleabag mm-hmm. is Fleabag is probably again. This is like not like who I am, but stuff that. I think if you like this stuff, we will get along. Um, but Fleabag is one of those where it's like, oh my God, I fucking wish I wrote this or was involved in it in any way whatsoever. So it's like a bit of a different thing than like Friends or The Office. But yeah, so Fleabag. Um, and then any any 90s or early 2000s rom-com. Like if you, you like any of those, like You've Got Mail is probably my favorite if I had to pick. Um, so yeah, it hits, checks all the boxes. New York it really does in the fall. Meg Ryan. Bookstore. Hanks, nor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Steve's on. Steve's on. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Wildly underappreciated. Oh, I know. I know. He's so funny. Um, another Steve's on underappreciated is that thing you do. Did y'all ever oh, watch that? So good. So good. What a soundtrack. What a soundtrack. What a soundtrack. Oh my God. So many bops. I so know, many bumps. I know. When I think about how I mentioned a few episodes ago, taking drum lessons, I would love to learn that song. It's, it looks you so be fun guy. to play. Put on my shades. Put on my yes. shades. Uh, if you listeners have not watched it, go watch it immediately. <laughs> yes. You are missing out. Allie, you're yeah. not saying anything. Have you seen it? No, I don't know. I'm Googling oh, furiously. Come on. I'm what- <laughs> Google's furiously. So, yeah, it's a, uh, that was the 90s, right? Late 90s, maybe? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, they're a band. Like the movie's about a band in the '60s, I think. And yeah, they're the, kind of Beatles esque. Yeah, and the song, or the Monkees. The song that their hit song is so catchy and so good. Yeah, it's very good. Um, but yeah, fun fact: I think it was the guys from Bowling for Soup who wrote all of the music for that no way. album. Yeah, that's if really you remember cool. that band, yeah. Okay, so that's a fun one. Yeah. But yes, that one's that one holds up well too. It's aged like fine wine. Yeah. Gosh. Very yeah, cool. I think I'm, yeah, I'm pretty simple. 90s rom-coms and any any sitcom that you can imagine, probably. General calm. Yes, we like all of the comms. We like to laugh because life is hard. So hard and scary. Yeah. <laughs> Just keeping it light. Um Let's shift gears again. To, I feel like, I feel like Oprah right now. I feel like I'm just like steering the ship. Aren't and, you? You know. Aren't you? I like it. Let's bring it in, everyone. You know, maybe I should lower my voice an octave. Um, next, I'd really love for us to talk about our favorite vacation spots. No, no, <laughs> no. Okay, <laughs> tell me about the vacation of your dreams and why are you not on it right now? What is keeping you from vacation? I need to know this. Can I have two? Yes, we will allow it. Okay, thank you. I just stumbled over the word You're allow. A so. fair. 
You're fair and just. Thank you for allowing it. Um, I think, okay, vacation number one. I would love to go to like a white lotus level resort. Not like somebody dies and everybody's piece mm. of shit, but like just a super. Again, the heckling begins. <laughs> um, I'm putting in my resignation. <laughs> to who? Who's going to take yeah, that? I'm not taking that. <laughs> Producer Ronnie, I resign. Is it to whom or to <laughs> who? I'll see. Yeah. Um, carry on. So you want carry a. On. A really nice resort. Got it. Like a really, really nice resort where I can just like lay, read, listen to podcasts or music, zone out. But then also, I I love a ski resort. I I want to like a nice little ski vacation. Y'all look so disgusted. No, are you a skier? (laughs) I mean, not like. A professional skier, but like I, <laughs> but I like it. I've gone skiing and I like it. I didn't know that. Where, where did you go? Would you go out west or would you go to New England? <laughs> I went, no, I wish New England. Damn, no, I went to Angel Fire, New Mexico. Uh, oh, in I didn't even know they had skiing there. Yeah, okay. In the winter, if you can believe okay. it. I was just um, thinking desert. Just yeah, nothing think, but desert. No. I've so, only been to Park City and then Tahoe. Okay. So yeah. that's, why, that's like mentally where mentally right, right. I'm there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, but I just love, it's like cozy vibes, right? Like you ski a little bit, but then mostly it's about like being in cozy clothes, hanging out by the fire, be- hanging out in like the little ski lodge bar. I don't know. Apres ski? Yeah, yeah. It's a big thing. Kaylee, I feel like you were trying not to heckle me that entire time. <laughs> I just can't imagine opting into a cold vacation. I am permanently cold. The air conditioner is running in my house right now, which is like a first world problem, right? Like, oh my God, it's too cold. Um, I realize that, but I hate being cold. So I would never, ever opt into sledding, you don't have to be snowboarding, cold. skiing. I Okay, I will give you this. The Boy Meets World episode where they go to the ski lodge and somebody breaks their leg who who is it is it Topanga Corey somebody anyways they stay in the lodge the whole time that is ideal I'll do that part but that's it I'm not skiing I'm not doing that I don't want to be cold I want to be cozy and that's it I lost my I uh, I lost my headphones so oh you didn't want to hear my answer is that what it was (laughs) it dropped out out of my ear (laughs) how convenient Cool. I, I stopped <laughs> listening to Boy Meets World. <laughs> Whatever. Allie, you go. Krista, shut up. <laughs> Haley, I hate you so much. Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie. I'm going to call Ronnie and have him come pick me up. I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie, I'm done. How? Um, God, I feel like, I don't know if this is a cop out or if just where I am in life, but I feel like I would do anything with the right people. Like we just went to Florida for one of my best friends' thirtieths. No, what? What? Sorry, I was making it weird. Go on. My mom is gonna listen to this. You. People. You said you're gonna be the inappropriate one, so I'm just approaching everything you say from that context. Go on. I would go to any type of vacation. 
it up <laughs> with the right people. Because to me, it's like who I'm around. Like I would, I don't know if I would go on like a cruise or to a resort if I was with like toxic people. Cause I feel like oh, that yeah. would no. maybe ruin the experience for me. I'm very sensitive to like other people's energies, like just the vibes. And like, if people are like Drake, 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 like that kind of vibe, it's like, I don't need, I don't want that. But I just went to Florida for one of my best friends, 30th, and it was perfect. It was just a Florida, which like Florida is great, but it's like just Florida, right? Like it's not anything like super, super special. It was probably one of my favorite trips I've ever taken because it was like the right vibes, the right people. We were all on the same wavelength. And for those people who weren't on the wavelength, they were like doing their thing and there was no pressure to be part of the group. You know, all those like dynamics that you have when you travel with like a bunch of friends, um, so like, I would really, like, I feel like I'm in that stage in my life where I'm like down to like, do, I'm not going to say do anything. Cause you guys are going to make it weird. But I would like go if, if I had a friend group or like a couple people, like a girl's trip or like you guys, yeah. like I would go like really anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I think that's um, such a good point. Allie would die for us. <laughs> I would. I'm Ride a very loyal friend. I'm an Enneagram six it's, bitches. It's because you're a Taurus. It's because you're a Taurus. We're very Thank loyal you, people. <laughs> We're very Kaylee, loyal shut people. Up. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, wait, I wait. do have, I do have, I, I would plus one to the luxurious resort. Honestly, like I'm actually thinking about doing low key resort all inclusive for my 30th. And I'm like, mm, should I give people a reason to travel? Um, I'm there. I'm already there. Uh, Mentally. I'm there. I feel like when you get into like the older years, you're like, I want a reason to get together with people, right? Like you just, you, it's, if it's a birthday or anniversary, fucking Halloween, whatever, you're like, let's just do stuff together, right? Because it doesn't happen. It's harder to get together. Kaylee, I just judging. thought it was so interesting that you were like, it depends on the people. Because when I think about my dream vacation, there are not other people. Oh. It is just me so and a book. That's a really good point. I'm alone a lot. So I yeah. like to get with people. Get, okay. Get okay. So people. I think that's it. I think. <laughs> Sorry, mom, again. Guys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I won't. I'm, I'm happily Keep moving. married is what's Keep the, moving. the funniest Keep thing moving. We're this. just being silly, everyone yes. listening. Allie's mom. Um, but I think that's such a good point. Like, if you are going to travel in a group, it all depends. Like, it all comes down to do you travel well together? I think that's something people don't talk about enough. But it's true. If you travel with people that you don't aren't compatible with in that way, it's terrible. That's not fun. It's fucking terrible. Fun. I guess I'll explain. Like, I have maybe five friends in the city. If you live in Chicago and want to be my friend, hit me up. So, like, <laughs> most vacations are when I see my friends. Yeah. So, that's, okay. like... I'll qualify my explanation with that is like, if I'm going to Canada on Monday and there's like 50 of us going for my friend's wedding and it's like, it's a vacation, but it's also like people that I'm seeing because they don't live here in the city. It's different for other people, but that's my heuristic for thinking about this. Okay. Kaylee. Makes sense. I'm sorry. I just find I'm, I'm stressed out for you. You said 50 people and I'm just like, we have like our own hotel room and stuff, but like, it's just, we're all coming together for my friend's wedding. It's a lot of us. I don't see these people on, on the regs. So it's like, okay, it's like, this is what vacation is to me right now. That makes sense. I think that we should take an off the clock trip every, at least once a year. Let's do it. Every, once a month <laughs> monthly you guys are you know coming what? here for Even august better. what are we doing for september let's keep it rolling meet up for real month. maybe like quarterly Qu- yeah i think we should yeah yeah, yeah. That's listeners, not that hard. 
Listeners, you should know that we have a special episode coming up soon where we're going to be in person together. So none of this split screen crap, just high production, just probably high the most production. beautiful show you've ever seen. Kaylee just heckling a, me in person. In person. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <sighs> Kaylee heckles me too. <laughs> just not nearly as much, Allie. All right. I want to be included. <laughs> I'll be part of it. Great. I'll be mean to everyone. I can't wait. Perfect. Resident uh, bitch, Kaylee Moore. No. Cool. Have, we, cool, cool, have cool. we carved out our spaces in this podcast? Well, you certainly have. You, you said certainly have. Episode one. All that the weirdos are coming your way. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've said at oh, least. Wait, I have a follow up to that. So I actually need to, to send out a disclaimer to our listeners. Quinn was founded by Caroline Spiegel, Evan Spiegel's sister, who founded Snapchat, this not Twitter. Oh, so okay. I just yes. want to throw that Do out there. If anybody's over there tweeting out their little burns to me, mm-hmm. I've got Fact confused. Checked. Social media Mistakes is all the happen. same to me. Mm-hmm. I know it's my stuff now. She does. Right. Okay. Proceed. She does. Okay. That was very um, brave. That was so brave, Allie. Thank you. <laughs> I love that you lean into the mic for your... For your NPR level, like Ronnie's gonna yell because really I nice. breathe too loud. And that was really nice. Whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> Wait, Allie, did you just do this? She did. That's friends, right? Yeah. Okay, y'all know that. Banging oh, the hands so together. I do that yeah. all the time when that. I don't want to say a cuss word. Okay. You're welcome. All right. Approved. You're welcome, listeners. Um, I guess I should tell everyone mine now because I know just probably on the edge of your seat waiting here, even though I kind of already said it, it's kind of like to disappear, great, disappear to somewhere with a beach and no people and a book and that's it. I would like to have a massage. That would be nice. Um, But then I want no one to bother me. Nobody talk to me. Nobody ask me for anything. Um... Just solitude. That sounds pretty good to me. Sounds yeah, really nice, actually. Yeah, that sounds like the dream. And I need to make it happen this fall because I haven't been to the beach in a while. So that needs to happen. I don't know. I really like Sanibel Island in Florida. I know it got hit by the hurricane, so I don't know how much it's bounced back. But I really love that spot. That feels like its own little kind of world that's away from everything. Um, I know you said Sarasota is really beautiful, and I've always wanted to check out the beaches there. I would highly recommend Amelia Island. It's like 30 minutes north of Jacksonville. It's north Florida, almost to the Georgia line. So you really have to go in like the heart of summer. But it's very quiet, very quaint. My grandma lives there. And it's relatively untouched by like the droves of Florida tourists. My my dad used to live there. My dad used to live there. If I I had to live in Florida, that's where I would live. I love it so much. Yeah. It's very cute for sure. Okay. Agreed. All right. Go there. All right. My answer wasn't very cool or fun. In the fall, we're going to meet up in Amelia Island, it sounds like. We can stay with that. That would be nice. Yes. Allie's grandma. She may or may not go out with us. She's very cool. Party. Love a love a party grandma. She's very cool. That is like the one exception to my rule of (laughs) I don't really want to hang out with people. Like if you are 75 plus, let's party. You know, like those are my people. Because my best friend is, is like my art teacher from high school. And come home. Yeah, and, watch and then a movie. bed by 9 p.m. And I'm like, perfect. That sounds ideal. That sounds it's ideal. That's pretty perfect. much what we would do. It's be perfect. That is yeah. my ideal, like getting turned, you know, like 
75 years old. Let's keep it simple. Getting Um, (laughs) I just say the most embarrassing (laughs) phrases that I can think of. And I just hope you all appreciate how cringy it is. Um, The next question here is, what is an inanimate object or concept that you are sexually attracted to? And why are you the way that you are for feeling that way? I need to know this. This is a big question. Can I ask a clarifying question? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. What, like, when you say sexually attracted to, do like, you literally mean sexually attracted to? No, I mean, I'm saying that in jest. I mean, I'd like, like to point out that I'm not part of this conversation. This was not an Allie question. This was a Kaylee question. So, this was a Kaylee question. Like, something you're, and I, I mean it funny. I mean, like, that you get weirdly excited for, or like, okay. disproportionately is what I'm trying okay. to say. Okay, that's fair. Inanimate um, object or concept. I guess I can go first since it was my question. Unless, okay. Allie, you have something you're ready to share. I like a really good window seat. Ooh, Ooh that's a good one. That's a good I one. heavily prefer sans serif font. Okay. Don't really do the serifs, okay. you know? Okay. Um, that's a good one. And then something about, like, when you travel and you just wake up, go get a coffee and walk around oh kind of vibes. God. Doesn't matter You're where you speaking are. Speaking my just, language. I'm so turned on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just like it's I, doing I, it. I wouldn't say that's like doing it for me, but like when I think about those like things that you just like think about as like the perfect day or the perfect thing, like that's what comes to mind for me. Also, those you can just good. check out my Tumblr and you'll see my aesthetic there. That's uh, true. Drop a link. Okay. And I will check it out. <laughs> Pace was like, oh God, what have I done? <laughs> This is my safe space. Thanks, Krista. I think right I think I'm going to steal that as one of mine, Allie. Like that vacation. Like the waking up on vacation, early morning, you have zero responsibilities. Go get a coffee, walk around, listen to music. Oh, God damn. So Maybe good. see a good bookstore. <laughs> Maybe see a good trinket shop or a vintage oh, shop. Ooh, ooh. And you're like, ooh, I don't God. need this thing. But because I'm buying it in this destination, it will forever mm, remind me special. of this trip. I'm yes. going to purchase mm-hmm. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'll yeah. just drop my I Tumblr heard. in your chat. Okay, perfect. Ooh, Can't yes. wait to stalk it later. Check it out. Yes. Um, I think mine – oh, Chris, are you done? Are you still going? No, Do you, you have go. any others? You go. Do you have others, though? I want to hear them. I'll go. Uh, I'll go later. You go. Great. So mine is I get really excited about a very specific type of subdivision and I cannot explain it to you, but there is like this, there's a neighborhood in St. Louis and it's very like the houses are close together, but they're set back far on the lawns and all the like landscaping is very clean and beautiful. And it just looks very idyllic to me. And you know that the houses are new construction. So they have that like new house smell, Um, there's something about that that is very appealing to me. And I do live in a subdivision, but it's not like that. It's just this very special, like, I can't put my finger on what it is. So I really love that. Um, I love a good rock, which I talked about before rocks and and minerals. Um, Kaylee, what's your favorite rock? Yeah. Well, my birthstone is amethyst. And so I really like amethyst, which is a quartz in case you're wondering, um, ask me about my rocks. Um, and so... (laughs) So I really like rocks and subdivisions. Um, I think another one that's probably dumb is like, there's the smell when you go into certain places like JCPenney, 
or um, like a library. And it's this kind of like stale paper. Yes. Like, um, Back to school shopping. Yes. Yes. That too. Cool. It's like this plasticky papery. Yes. Like department very, store. Yes. Yes. So good. So it like it likes I gives me butterflies. It gives me literal butterflies and I just get so excited about it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one. That's too. a good one too. All these yeah. are so good. Um okay, I think in addition to like the vacation vibes walking around thing, I I love a good like like waterfront view situation. Like any sort of like lake house vibe or you know, like you're in a nice fucking house and you can just step outside and you're like at water. Like, oh, that is my idea. Kaylee, so you, you want to come it. sit on my deck. Yeah, that's what you're saying. <laughs> Kaylee come on has, over. Kaylee has this and doesn't even appreciate it. Like just everybody come over, bring a book. There's no talking aloud. That's yeah. the one rule. And you then also, come. also like, um, it. like a good, almost similar to your weird subdivision thing, like a good home renovation thing like Mm. a sexy new kitchen or like a sexy new bathroom or something like you know what makes it sexy though can you quantify um the quality like like everything is new and modern and just like super sleek like I don't know does that make sense that's about that's about is there like a specific aesthetic design wise that you are looking for in this quality but i wouldn't even know how to explain it it. yeah okay all right yeah that's fair i know that that's your phrase but i'm gonna (laughs) borrow it Kristen was joking because in a previous episode there was a clip where she said that's fair three times in a row and so she said her name is krista yeah that's fair that's fair doyle that's my catchphrase that's her catchphrase amazing we need t-shirts. It's copyrighted. Um, Kaylee, you now owe me $1,000 because you used damn it. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. Okay. Um, I feel like that's, I feel like this is a good stopping place. We've covered yeah. a lot of ground here again. Um, so let's wrap up with a final cheers here. Cheers. Right? Cheers. Cheers. Great. Um, thank you for watching Off the Clock. Um, if you like what you hear here and you are wanting to get more of this, please like, and subscribe wherever you listen. Um, and also thank you to Ronnie Higgins and Josh Amar for producing this episode until next week. Bye. Thank you for watching. Bye.